Yes, yes. Back on the air. <laughs> Welcome and come well. To another episode. Tune into another channel. Another episode entitled Beyond Words and Expression. Um, hmm. Today's matter, today's topic, a subject we're going to touch upon, will be, uh, I guess you can title it, um, Is Spirituality a Behavior? The reason I felt the need to touch upon this today is because, um, I think it was maybe like a whole fluctuation or just bumping into a lot of just certain things. You know, they have like uh, some reason I don't know I've been bumping into these things. And they have like uh, something called spiritual yoga and um, uh, spiritual meditation. I've seen something even called <clears throat> even called a spiritual perfume or something. <laughs> I don't even know what hell I've seen that at. And I was like, what, what is this? You know, uh, spiritual clothing, a spiritual clothing line or something. It was just, I don't know. Just bumping into this, laughing to myself a lot recently. <clears throat> um, and it's it's been going on for a little while, though. You know, you have certain things that uh have this spiritual or spirit title um, labeled on certain products to promote certain products, you know, so that people who consider themselves spiritual, individuals who consider themselves spiritual, would purchase these things. <clears throat> Being that it relates with something personal or something sacred within them. Um... I mean, hey, you know, whatever works, works for you. Um, but my only thing is just, you know, just be real to that uh, to that thing as it came to you. you know? um, so, yeah, you know, something happens or two things infuse, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, I guess people kind of, or minds and the visuals kind of mix it into one thing and call it something when it actually doesn't arrive as that, you know. Well, I guess, you know, <clears throat> you could touch upon some things. Cause of course, we don't know everybody's experience. I don't. I don't want to. I don't need to, I'm not supposed to. I'm just touching upon this experience, you know, my personal experience with certain things, sharing with the listeners. <clears throat> so, I guess we can open the first doorway. first doorway is dealing with the situations of, uh, I guess, a relationship. Um, first doorway is 
This is the reason why individuals who are spiritual get into chaotic situations with people or spouses who are moralistic. Because a spiritual individual is in a relationship seeking to become free of morals and standards of politically correct and socially correct behavior. Okay. See, it's, it's, it's really coming into contact with spirituality, according to my experience, it's, it's really an aspect of receive and express. It's not behaving. It's not a behavior. So a lot of people who are romanticized and, you know, from movies and the L-O-V-E word and seeing how people act and express themselves towards each other, um, get real fixed into the mind or the, the concept of it has to, she has to behave this way, he has to behave that way. Um, but you may not know who you're with and what they're actually experiencing within their self at the time that you're with them. They may be having a spiritual experience in some way, you know, unbeknownst to you and even unbeknownst to them, according to their awareness, depending on their awareness of self. Um, but, you know, People who are individuals who are spiritual are not really the greatest in relationships mm-hmm. or with or in relationships with the other who is kind of fixed in morals. You know, um, sooner or later the awareness sparks within the spiritual individual that... Um, it sees why it's there. It sees that it's... It's a class for itself. Um, seeing all these feelings or emotions or these idiosyncrasies or these imbalances, if you want to say, you know, jealous nature, whatever pops up out of it and rises to the surface, it sees all these things. Individual sees all these things. And but these they see these things not as problems but as challenges. This is through the awareness. It sees it as a challenge, not as a problem. Um so basically the other spouse who may be fixed in morals and standards a lot will see sooner or later or witness that the individual who is spiritual is not behaving in a certain kind of manner which they find to their liking or something to their expectation of how they should be. And this is not to be taken personal with um, the one who, I guess, wouldn't consider themselves on a spiritual path. It's to basically consider, you know, consideration, um, consider that this individual may be going through something within their mind, experience silent and sacred within their self that you may not be going through with yourself and may not, may not understand because you haven't yet experienced it. Um, 
someone who is spiritual is not fixed within morals. So therefore, they don't, it's not that, or they don't know how to behave. They're just being who they are, what, what it is that came amongst them. And reflecting that which came amongst them outwardly into the outside reality. But spirituality itself is not a behaving mechanism. As a matter of fact, if you want to say anything, spirituality is chaos. It, it doesn't know how to behave. It doesn't even know the word behave exists. There is no behave within this vocabulary. It's just being. You know, so, you know, this is why someone who may be fixed in morals, who don't consider themselves on a spiritual path, may be with someone on a spiritual path that isn't fixed in morals, just going to be as they are, not looking to behave or act a certain way accordingly, you know, to a proper relationship or how someone should be loved or taken care of or just be with somebody in a certain way. They're just being within their self. And within them being amongst their self, the other one pops up and keeps their experience company. You know, so this is why a lot of Buddhists and yogis have a lot of stories and tales of Know, spiritual individuals asking something within their self, you know, is, um, should this person, am I wrong for being with this person or should this person be with me? Or, and then the calling, the answer will come back and say, um, um, yeah, why would you, why would you be with the fool? Why would the fool, or why would somebody be with you? Because they'd be considered a fool for being with you. No, so it's not really meant to be taken like she's stupid or he's stupid for being with you and your spiritual experience, but it's kind of just saying, okay, well, does this person who is not aware or not spiritual know that you are spiritual or you are aware or going through something within you? And can they handle that? Can they stick around? Do they have an understanding of that? Are they wise to it? Do they you know, know what you're going through, not by knowing you, but by knowing what you share with them? Do they have an understanding of what's going on within you? Can they stick around for the ride? And, um, yeah, basically, like I said, it's an aspect. You're receiving something. You don't know what you're receiving, and you're expressing it to the spiritual. The spiritual individual is receiving something and expressing it. It's not looking to behave. Um, Anything to reflect on that at the moment? Hmm. Um, no, not right now. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so like I said, the, the spiritual individual, sooner or later through this awareness, finds out it's in a relationship, and something within the spiritual nature is seeking to become free of morals and standards and being politically correct and socially correct, behaving in a socially and politically correct behavior. Uh, society, you know, so it will sooner or later become aware of that and will act upon it. Okay. Um, The next doorway is the foundation or tadpoles 
of spirituality or spiritualism are the principles of knowing, awareness, enlightenment, consciousness, and realization. From there, trickling down or tenting into knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. See, so these are basically foundations of what we know as spirituality or spiritualism. You know, the principles of knowing, for some reason you know something is happening to you, awareness, you become aware or become more aware of your environment and yourself, especially yourself being primary, your environment being secondary. You know, enlightenment, spark happens within you, consciousness, you're conscious that you are, you're conscious that you are being, and realization, you start realizing things that you weren't realizing before. See, and this knowing turns into the knowledge. You have knowledge now, something going on. You, you're calculating, you're picking up certain things, you're observing, you're observing certain situations, certain circumstances in a different way. Your wisdom become wise to certain things. And then last but not least, your understanding. And throughout all this, you're first experiencing So your experience, this is an experience, a very private, silent, and sacred experience that you're having within yourself. And these principles just pop up, or these principles just are, <clears throat> and they self-activate within you. And as you're experiencing, you're coming into an understanding. You know, um, so this is what someone is going through within their self. All these principles are basically basically a slide showing <clears throat> inside of them, cycling, it's carouseling constantly one after another, you know, knowing, awareness, enlightenment, consciousness, realization, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, knowing, awareness, enlightenment, consciousness, realization, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Sometimes it doesn't go in that order. Sometimes it may just be knowing, consciousness. Awareness, realization, enlightenment, understanding. It, it's, this is the cycle that will constantly go on within one's mind or one's experience who considers this so spiritual to a certain degree, which is just a certain type of calling. You know, it's like they came in contact with their calling in some way. In some moment, something happened. So... They're not, they have no time to behave. It's not trying to behave. It's receiving and expressing. See, the expression is always going to be an expression towards a certain kind of reception. Why? Because we are an expressing thing. We are something which is an image. You know, so... This image is considered, and we do animate, this image animates, which is considered the expression or known as the expression. But we're really just receptions. We're receiving. We're something in the middle 
we're like in between A and B. You have A, <clears throat> which is something constantly coming to us. We're the line in the middle. And then we convert into B, which is the expression. So this body, this embodiment, or this vehicle, this vessel, is a receiving and expressing mechanism. We're something in the middle. We are the middle world or the middle reality, the middle dimension. Receiving from one side, expressing on the other side. So yes, you have the yin and the yang, but it's not about the yin or the yang. It's not about the yang or the yin. It's about that fine line in the middle that you can't see between the yin and the yang. That is what you are. See, so that expression kind of gets fixed to a person who is not aware as a behavior, but it's not really a behavior. It's just an expression. Well, you want to reflect on that? Anyway? Um, no, I just, I appreciate the um, mention of, you know, the line between the yin and the yang. I think it's mm-hmm. something to um, marinate on. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of people see that and they get, um, you know, they... They focused on the yang and they focused on the yang. You know, um, and even spiritual, you know, we may focus on the spirit, we may focus on the human or the soul or the human, whatever you want to call it. But nobody, see, when you say spirit and human, spirit, human, that silent space in between or that silent sound in between spirit and human, that space, that gap in between is actually what you really are. So when we focus on the yin and the yang, it's not about looking at the black thing or the white thing, you know, from one side to the other. It's actually about the gray, with the black and the white mix. That gray thing that you can't really see because the yin and yang symbol is black and white. So you can't really put upon that gray. But remember, your mind is a thing which puts things together. This is an interesting fact, too. We're seeing black and white because we have two eyeballs. So one sees one color, and the other one sees the opposite color. So we're focusing on the black and white, black and white, white and black, white and black, black and white, white and black. And we're looking at these things from our vision, but our mind is something which puts things together. So even when you're looking at something which is a picture which is black on one side and white on one side, Inside your mind, it actually sees the color gray because putting these two things together. Like if you have a shirt that has um, blue letters on a white T-shirt, your mind sees baby blue. But your eyes see blue and white. You see? If you have a towel that may be red and white, Inside your subconscious mind, it sees the color pink, whether you know it or not. See, like if you see the, the, the letter U, your mind may see an arch. It will flip it upside down. Remember, your mind is the thing that looks at things in many different ways, flip it upside down, backwards, inside out, put the colors together. It's trying to decode, constantly trying to break down what it's looking at. 
You know, so it's actually about that breakdown. That is how you're actually perceiving the thing, regardless of what your two eyes are witnessing and looking at. So once again, it goes back to the yin and yang aspect. It's not about the black symbol or the white symbol. It's actually about the gray that is actually infusing itself within the mind so the mind can make sense of what it is witnessing or what the two eyes are witnessing. And that's the whole cash to the shit. It's not about spirituality. It's not about human. It's about the thing in the middle, which is what you truly are, which is what you can never truly define because it doesn't have a name or location, a title, a label, nothing. It is as it is. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, only thing to reflect on that before we go? Next one. Um, no, I I agree with that. I didn't, um, I didn't have anything else to add. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Um, I mean, that's even wise to say too, like, to the red and white or the red, and, the red and blue. And, you know, the red and blue thing, you see these two colors, your mind actually sees uh, the color purple. Then you have the white in the middle. It actually sees lavender, which is something similar to you in the American flag. Red, white, and blue. Those three colors mixed. You're looking at red, white, and blue on the flag, but those three colors mixed are subconsciously put together. It's creating the color lavender. Red and blue gives a certain kind of purple hue, and the white mixed to it always adds a light, tone to it so purple with a light tone to it or baby purple if you want to say is lavender see so this is what your mind sees and of course you always bring the purple to the purple heart you know some higher award somebody gets from being brave or something to that nature tied to that knowledge and you find yourself or you find yourself mentally uh, socially and physically, mm. it gets a little, it gets a lot deeper than that. But I'm just really, I'm really just like scraping the surface of shit. I'm not really getting too deep into anything. It's just if this makes sense to you, then within yourself you will break it down and to its least common denomination, to its most fundamental and basic component of grasping what I'm saying according to your own personal tailor-made understanding. Of self, and they'll be perfectly understood for you and you only. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the next doorway is from those what we just touched upon, from those foundational principles. <clears throat> spirituality projects a specific animation, a sort of characteristic, a sort of characteristic behavior, specifically tailored and fit for the individual specific, for the individual specific perception of life, that will undoubtedly become judged by the judges or a judger and minds of judgment. See, um, from modern-day individuals who don't have respect or have the knowledge of individualism. Um, 
this is why some people may, or some individuals may see spirituality as a certain kind of behavior, and then from that point of thinking that spirituality is a behavior may make a spiritual clothing line and spiritual food, spiritual bath salts and spiritual candles and so on and so on. It, it's something which didn't start within the third dimension that finds itself in the third dimension, or that we may take something that doesn't exist within third dimension and, and trap it within third dimension, not itself um, from a basic fundamental ground, because it's going to be where it's going to be, and it's going to hit you how it's going to hit you. It's never going to hit you on a T-shirt. It's going to hit you from somewhere within your mind, something you can't grab with your fingers. But if people are relating with it and those people that don't know what's going on within them, and people know what's going on, and those people that know these people going through certain private experiences within themselves, they will make a clothing line or something of solid or based in solidity or third density for those individuals to touch and grab, to purchase, touch and grab and own. Because the one that's going through the spiritual experience doesn't really know what's happening to them and will just relate that word. If they call it, if they, as a matter of fact, as soon as they call it spiritual, all they got to do is put that word spiritual on a candle or a T-shirt or anything or a stone or, you know, bath salts or water, spiritual water, and that person will automatically just purchase it because they call this experience, which doesn't have a word, spiritual. So anything with that name on it, they'll purchase it. See, so even me talking about is spirituality a behavior, it's really not called spirituality. It's really not called soul. Remember, a word is just a description of energy like I touched upon before. So we're just describing something and giving it a word because I know that maybe I can correspond with your experience and understand what you're going through because you called it a spiritual experience and we can connect through that knowledge through a word. But understand that that experience does not have a word. They didn't come in a word. And can't be defined by a word. So <clears throat> we're just using it right now on this podcast just to relate with others who may have called it this word and this experience is popular and known as this word. You know, but it really isn't anything. It's not a word or anything. So as you trickle down from something which didn't have a physical form into something which had a physical form like clothing or whatever, etc. Um, it falls down to the realm of judgment through the judgmental mind or the minds of judgment or one who judges. And it becomes judged. You know, and as it becomes judged, somebody doesn't uh, agree with that judgment, they may act upon it in a certain way, and when they act upon it, they display the personality of their self, and that personality gets fixed into the definition of a behavior. You see, so this is how it's very subtle how it kind of trickles down into this illusionary form of itself when it's actually not that form at all to begin with, but will find itself there according to the mind who is perceiving it in that illusionary way.
But those that know what's really going on, don't fall for it. But those that don't really know what's going on, or not really aware of what they're saying, what they're titling, what they're labeling, what they're going through, will fall for the okie doke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and once again, like I said, the personality, they start to act in certain ways, and, and then it falls into the realm of a false behavior or behavior, quote unquote, when it really is not that and never was that to begin with. So, anything you want to reflect on that? <clears throat> um, not in particular. Okay. Okay. That's, that's just, um, you understand these things that I'm touching upon is not really like, um, it'll be a lot more opened up according to a discussion or building with another in certain ways, it'll open up a lot more because then certain things are open and, you know, people that are in discussion can go back and forth filling these gaps and it'll open up more because, like I said, what I'm talking about in this podcast is not really, I don't really touch upon subjects like this just to touch upon certain things that I may one liners that I may write down and open it up. It's actually like a like a, a discussion. You know, we just build on shit for a long time. So um turning something that isn't academia into a certain form of academia, putting something into an order that's actually chaotic by nature, it's a practice. You know? And you guys are present while I'm going through this practice within myself and displaying this practice amongst those who find an interest in this or or keep their attention to this or just listen to it because it relates with them in some way, in some form, undescribable, unknown to them, and even unknown to me as well. Because <laughs> every time you define something, you know it, like, oh, I know it. It transforms into a form of unknownness. <laughs> so... When you know something, there's always something more to know. As soon as you think you got all of it, you didn't get any of it. That's why it's never good to box something in. Because as soon as you box it in, it escapes the box. Okay, that's why conversations are ever flowing. Question, answer, answer, question. Or, you know, share, respond, respond, share ping-pong back and forth. Okay. Um, The next story is, what we know as spirituality is an ever-changing thing. Oh, we just talked about that in a certain way. It can't be stuck or get boxed in in any one identifiable behavior. Now, I'm talking about this word behavior. I mentioned it a few times. But what is behavior? According even to the dictionary definition, behavior, definition of behavior, the way in which one acts or conducts oneself, especially towards others. Acts or conducts oneself towards others, especially towards others. Any truth to that definition, I would say more is an act. 
Because it's a certain kind of acting. Because you are an actor. Conducts, conduct is like kind of trying to conform. <clears throat> See, this is why I say once again that it's not a behavior, so to say. Because you're not trying to conform to how you may be accepted around a society or around some people. It doesn't care. It can't care. It can only be what it be. And you being the being reflected from the be will only basically reflect and project that, reflect from that which is and project um, into that into a society or amongst others or atmosphere or environment according to what you're going through personally, privately, sacredly within yourself. And you're not looking to act a certain way and be a certain way because you know that if you act a certain way, if you're aware, then you know that if you conduct yourself a certain way or try to box something in a certain way, then you're not really being true to what you're truly experiencing. Because it didn't come to you in a certain kind of behavior. It came to you in a certain kind of, you know, a hmm. Or you just have a stuck face or a plain face. Or you just drift off somewhere into the sky. You drift off in front of you. And it's like you're staring at something, looking at something, but you're actually looking at nothing. I saw some people may say, hey, what's, what's up? You all right? Something wrong with you? You okay? You're like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, it's, it's, it's sort of like a, it looks like you're daydreaming. When a, when a certain kind of awareness or realization hits you. You know, if if you're around people like them, I should behave this way, I should, I should act this way. But you can't help but not behave and just to be what you're experiencing. Then that means that it is not meant to behave. It's not trying to conduct itself. It has no conductor. You know, if you have a realization, you're in the work field or you're working in the middle of you having a realization <clears throat> and awareness at some point, and you're in the office and you just get hit with some shit like, oh, what the fuck? You're going to black out for a minute. You're going to zone out. It's going like, to look like, you, like you're drifting off or daydreaming and somebody's going to say, yo, you okay? Yo, you got to type this up because you got to send this off to the, to the office. You're like, oh, yeah, all right. Pardon pardon me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take care of that right now. See, so you can conduct yourself in a certain kind of atmosphere or environment for, uh, you know, amongst a certain kind of people for a specific situation to keep your job or to, you know, whatever the case is, make sure you're not fired or you know, people think you're crazy. You can put it into a moralistic standard point of view according to your human nature, but it's, it doesn't give a shit about your human nature. It's going to hit you how it's going to hit you. Your calling is going to come to you how it's supposed to be called. It's going to call you through star six, seven. It's going to hit you anonymously. And you're not going to be able to help that. But there is a certain kind of gap when that happens that you can actually realize, oh, shoot, I got to get back. All right, let me stop myself out there for a minute. Let me get back to what I'm doing. So there is a certain kind of glimpse and moment. Once that moment passes, it forms into momentum. Once that momentum starts to happen, it gets caught in a time sequence. Once that time sequence 
starts to or begins to happen, then you as the time being or the time flesh or the time suit can put that into a certain kind of order, a seemingly order, which is when you snap out of it and say, wait, hold on, okay, wait, let me get back to what I'm doing. Damn, that was, that was some real shots. I don't know where the fuck that came from. Let me get back to what I'm doing. All right, all right, all right. See, but it's not a behaving thing. It's something that hits you out of nowhere. And you being the somewhere gets to put it into a certain kind of form. But it's not a form. It's formless. Um, reflect on that anyway? Um, it just, um, the only thing that came to mind was about, um, you know, just the conducting thing as far as, um, you know, when I think of conducting, I think of like a train, um, uh-huh. on the track, you know, it's kind of, in a, um, you know, the track is, leading a certain way and um, going in a certain direction and, you know, the the other part where, um, you know, conducting of electricity, like you mentioned, um, you know, is something where the electricity, um, electricity, you know, is crazy, so it has to be in this this form to pass through from one um, space to another. So I just, it reminded me of that, um, you know, just in relation, but. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. That was, yeah. that was all that came to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about like, 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 um, like a conductor, like for a musical or opera, <laughs> you know, um, it conducts a certain kind of sound and puts, you know, anybody gets to blow a horn or trumpet or whatever. But the conductor, I guess, in some kind of way waves his arms and puts into a certain kind of format that becomes appealing or appeasing to their ears. And they can hear and transform that, which isn't a rhythm, into a certain kind of rhythm and flow. Exactly. So we are the conduit in between this and that. And from the conduit, we become the conductor. And from the conductor, we put something into a condition. So it's conduit, conductor, condition. From something which is absolutely unconditional, something which can't be conducted. You see, so with the conduit, that converts into the conductor and the conductor turns something which is unconditional into a condition. But just because it's a condition doesn't mean that it is a condition. It's something. And just for the very fact that we have to put something, conduct some shit into a condition, means that it it came to us in something which wasn't a condition. Because if it came into a condition, why do we have to put it into a condition? <laughs> so this is the condition aspect where we talk about the behavior or the personality of something that doesn't have a personality or behavior to begin with. So you know, even if somebody acts spiritual or gets a spiritual calling and starts to act a certain way, 
it's not, if it was an act, it would, it would just be an act. We wouldn't have to get something or receive something and then have to act it out. See, so just the very fact that we're acting it out or behaving it out or giving it a character or personality is the very fact that it isn't either one of these things to begin with. Absolutely. So, okay. Uh, Next doorway is... um, being spiritual, what we know as spiritual, actually means becoming more aware of the default nature that you are and making the necessary adjustments of enhancements according to your own way of being and doing. Um, see, what we know as personality has a, or conditions itself into a certain kind of behavior or behaving thing. Not principality. Reason why I bring up principality is because principality is more connected to what we know as spirituality than humanity. Um, humanity is connected more to personality. Principality is more uh, closely infused with spirituality in a certain way. Um, Spirituality hits you in certain things called awareness and consciousness. Awareness and consciousness is actually principle. Um, so, like I said, um, going through a spiritual experience, you actually just become more aware of the shit that you are or the not-so-desirable qualities that you have that may not be so beneficial according to your path that you become more witness to. You become aware of this whole witness thing, witness, witness, witness. It's just you becoming this witness or knowing that you are this witness that is witnessing this thing that you actually thought that you once were. So it's, you're going through these things which have nothing to do with behaving, you're going through a witnessing, you're going through awareness, you're going through becoming conscious realizations. All these shits that's happening, activating and sparking itself, have no time to behave. But you're receiving these things and you're expressing these things according to your own personality, which has actually fixed itself according um, over a period of time. So those that think that spirituality is actually a behavior or personality have become too fixed in the human nature and can't see past the veil of third density. So it's like, oh, okay, well, why are you acting all spiritual? Why are you behaving spiritual? You behaving like you all spirit and it's like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? It's... it's you know, it's, you can see or you can realize and know and be wise to those individuals who may not have had that experience yet or may be neglecting it or ignoring it or not really fully enhancing it or embracing it and don't really have a knowledge of it 
to that degree, or maybe have experienced it, but just abandon it and don't really get to get the full feed of what it's actually um, giving to them and then making a certain kind of sense out of it. You know, to understand and probably explain it. But um, going through these things within itself, you're going through a whole a whole thing within you, a whole party bag within your mind. And it's actually you addressing, confronting, you know, facing yourself in many ways. And through this self-facing, addressing, and confronting, you're expressing a certain kind of image and animation to the outside reality. But going through this within yourself, not even knowing, not may, probably not even aware of how you're looking on the outside. <laughs> you know, so it's not, oh, I've got to behave this way, I've got to behave that way, I've got to act this way according around these people, I've got to act this way around that person. That's not how spirituality talks to you. It's going to hit you when it's going to hit you, and that's it. And you're going to look a certain way to certain people because they're going to see you. You know, you have an image, and you animate. And that's just what it is here. But it, don't trap something which doesn't have anything to do with that or is not in that or boxed in that, in that. See, so... That's the uh, reflection and projection. That's all. Self-reflection, um, outward projection. Do you want to touch upon that? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, the next door we use. Personality, what we know as personality, tries to take credit for principality. In other words, it tries to masquerade as the spiritual one, when in fact it's only an illusionary projection or an illusional projection. Personality converts that which is not an action into an action or actor or lifestyle, because it has to keep itself company with whatever the mind and being comes in sacred and silent contact with throughout this experience. Once again, like I said before, I kind of touched upon this before in another episode where, you know, the body constantly tries to take credit for what the mind is receiving or going through. Um, This is a natural transaction, natural transformation, natural conversion of this existence. This is what it does. Um, It has to receive and express, once again, going back to that receive and express but you're not actually the receiver or the expressor. You're something in the middle, which doesn't have a word, which I can't speak upon, but just has to be experienced and realized and understanding what I'm talking about. Um, you are the actor or the action or the lifestyle of something that is going through something which doesn't have an action, an actor, or a lifestyle. Um so like I said, these are body and mind, mind and body. It's connected through a certain medium of something. And whatever one receives what has to feed back into the other. So the body is going to try to take credit for what the mind goes through and turn it into an action or 
a personality or a person or a costume or a character or behavior. But you're something in the middle, and according to your awareness, control, and discipline, you can actually you can actually cease. Um, you can actually kind of halt that what with what you're receiving and put it into an expression. Or you can actually control it to a certain degree. You know, um, according to the height or the heightening of your awareness, how aware are you when you receive this before you before the expressor begins to express it, the expressor being the human nature or the physical body or the embodiment. Um, how aware am I when I receive these things and not turn it into a human expression automatically? Because if you receive something and express it automatically, um, <clears throat> it can mean that you're not as aware. But if you can receive something and take it and hold it and harness it for a minute, knowing that it's, it's the expressor is seeking to express it, then you can hold it within the potential that it arrived in and keep it there within that space and gap for as long as possible before it begins to express itself in some form, in some way, because like I said, you can't help it. You are an image that animates. That's just what it is here. You know, but you can hold it in, <clears throat> in place and hold it in space before it gets held in place. Um, if it comes to you in the potential, keep it in potential as long as possible before it turns into a possibility. The possibility being the human nature. The potential being the mind. Or the mentalism, or the mental part of me, the mental. See, so there is a way of harnessing something to a certain degree. It's not going to be held in place forever because you have an image in the mirror. And you can move and you have different degrees of freedom. You know, your, your elbow, your wrist, shoulder, your knees, your ankle, your pelvis, your neck, your head. These move in degrees of freedom, what they call degrees of freedom. So you're going to animate, you're, you know, you're going to animate because you are actually an animation. You know, so you're going to animate. But how long can you hold that? before it begins to animate into something because somebody will see it and recognize it and even, maybe even feel it or sense it within you that you're going through something. And you may look a certain way on the outside that you may not even know that you're looking because, once again, you have no concern with behaving a certain way in a certain society around certain individuals and a reality which doesn't really fucking exist to begin with. Um, anything you want to reflect on that? <clears throat> Hello. Okay. Um, the next doorway, it was kind of related to what we're talking about, but the next doorway is um, spirituality, what we know as spirituality, is not really supposed to be shared. It's supposed to be with, with another person or another individual. It's supposed to be applied. Um. You don't need to express it. <clears throat> Why? Because it finds its own way of self-expression. 
through the actor or the actor being you. Or through the actor, the actor being you. So it's not something like we're talking about spirituality now, but it's not something that primarily needs or seeks or wants to be shared amongst other people and other individuals. It can be shared because we are all connected and we have a voice box and we talk and we communicate through the principle of communication and it will find its medium, it will find its way through the medium through the medium principle of communication. Um, from the foundation of correspondence and connectivity, if you want to say. But it's something that actually hits you real quietly. If you choose to share it, then cool, that's on you. Like I, I, it's a private experience that I go through, but I choose and I decide I'm going to share it. So, but it didn't come in that form to be shared. I chose to share it. See, so it's meant to be applied, meaning that when you apply something, you see results. Results is just nothing but feedback, something that comes back to you from something which you have laid out. Um, and that's for it to come back to you so you can see or you can, I guess, enhance or further expand your knowledge of self in some way to some degree. Once again, it's something which is private, it's something which is within you that you're going through quietly, silently, sacredly within yourself. The outside reality, the outside world, as you say, does not exist to it. It is as it is. And you are experiencing the is as it is. Um, so you being the actor may act it out in certain ways. But don't get caught in the acting or the script. Don't get caught in the illusion of being on stage, which is nothing but a floor that you're standing on right now or sitting on. That is the stage, the stage of life, the stage of existence. You know, just know or be aware that something which doesn't have an acting or an actor or doesn't have an acting mechanism is going to most likely find a way of acting it out in some way through you, the actor, acting it out in your lifestyle, according to your lifestyle, throughout your experience. And others may see it and may label it as a behavior or you're behaving a certain way. You know, so don't get caught in these words, labels, names, and titles to any degree. Um, do you want to reflect on that? Okay. Um, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's start, let's start. <clears throat> okay. Um, I guess the next doorway is spirituality is about existing in chaos, hell, and madness peacefully. What I mean by that is going through a spiritual experience, what we know as a spiritual experience, 
It's about looking forward to the next test and testing ground to enhance its skill within its own self-battle, battling itself, itself battling itself. You know, the personality uh, sharpening itself through the principality. Um, so it's going through these different realms, chaos, hell, madness, and it's going through these things as peacefully as possible, as sane as possible. Going through these different madnesses or these different realms <clears throat> of human nature or humanity, once again, has no concern with behaving. As going through these different madnesses within itself, how can it do that and also behave at the same time? That's not what it is. The individual going through a spiritual experience cannot keep up with a behavior or behavior um, or conduct itself, quote-unquote, properly according to society's uh, morals and standards. See, it's, it's basically it's not going to. But us as a personality, character, and behavior are going to put it into that. It's going to cross over into that at some point only because we are here in a peaceful and a spiritual or a physical dimension. We're going to act something which is not physical into something which is physical or something or that which is not physical is going to look like it's physical at some point within our experience. Only because time is moving or time is and we are in that and we can't be still forever. You can even look at a certain people called the Agori Sadhus in southern India or India, and they're doing certain things and rituals and, you know, these rituals or sacrifices or whatever it may be that, that you see is something which isn't that acting as that. But the Agori Sadhus and certain kind of other spiritual, highly or deeply or where spiritual individuals know that it's not an action, but they're putting it into an action to make it just that more real to their self. It has nothing to do with people or society or behavior. They can care less. But it's a certain kind of calling that finds its way, that finds its way into a certain kind of action eventually with us being the actor. See, it has nothing to do with your personality. Spirituality has nothing to do with your personality. But the funny thing is, it's a personal thing to the person experiencing it. And since it's a personal thing to the person experiencing it, that's probably how it finds its way into being then converted into a personality. <laughs> See, that's the trickery of it. 
it's not a personality, but it's a very personal and private thing to an individual. And because it's so private and personal, automatically it will convert into a personality in some way, in some form, because you can't escape a personality, character, or behavior. It's going to find its way into that somehow. But you, the one being aware and having the experience, don't get lost in the personality, character, and behavior. Just be aware and, and know and witness the personality, character, and behavior, trying to take credit for that, which is actually principle and principality. So that's all. It's, it's, it's more of just you and you and you and you and you and you and you. Finding itself into the vision or the sight or the witnessing of others in a certain way. Once again, like I said, because you are an image that animates. It always boils down to that point. Anything <clears throat> um, you reflect on that? No, I just wanted to um, to kind of <clears throat> highlight the last part of what you said. Just switch it up. Like, definitely awareness is key. So awareness is what? Uh, I said awareness is key. Oh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was all. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Agreed. 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 Agreed and related. Okay. I'm going to be probably three more doorways left. Not much. Um, next doorway is it brings about a certain way of thinking. Spirituality brings about a certain way of thinking and a certain way of feeling. That within itself emanates and seemingly creates a specific personality and animates a specific character or group of characteristics that seems like a behavior. Once again, the reason it's not a behavior is because it has no need to behave. Why? Because it is not a moralistic thing. It's a chaotic thing. It has no moralistic quality. It doesn't see right or wrong. Why? Because it is the right and wrong thing. The body just likes to take props for what the mind receives. That's why you think spirituality is a personality or behavior. It cannot see right or wrong. It does not see right or wrong. Why? Because it is the right and wrong. It is the wrong and right. It's not looking to see that or put that into something which is right or put, it, put itself into something which is wrong. It is the right and wrong. It is the wrong and right. Therefore, there's neither one of these things. Therefore, neither one of these things exists. But when you get a certain kind of awareness, a certain, you receive some, a certain kind of calling, the mind being the mind, but the body being attached to the mind, the body will put that certain kind of reception or calling or receiving into a certain way of thinking and that into a certain way of feeling through the nervous system. And it will put that which is in the body 
and emanate itself into a body, seemingly creating a specific personality and animates a specific character, displaying a group of characteristics that may seem like a person behaving a certain way or may seem like a behavior. It's not moralistic. This is why you find your realization, your awareness in the most oddest fucking places, the most weirdest spaces, at the most craziest times. You could be having a dinner out with your family at a restaurant all of a sudden you just get hit with some shit. Like, what the fuck that came from? We over here talking about last year's Thanksgiving dinner. And I don't know what, 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 what that shit just come from just now. And somebody will see you. You're not knowing what you're looking like, but somebody may see you and say, yo, you all right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, you know. Why? They were like, you just like you was drifting off for a minute. You got something on your mind, are you okay? <laughs> you was daydreaming, are you all right? I was like, nah, I'm, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm good, you know. I might, so what were we talking about again? <laughs> and you continue your human conversation. It hits you out of nowhere. While you're taking a shower, while you're taking a shit, while you're cooking, while you're driving, riding a skateboard, riding your bicycle around the block, jogging, walking, going to work, at work, going to school, in class, walking down the halls, your locker, wherever. It's not trying to hit you at a certain point and say, okay, let me just chill right now because they're around family or they're around friends, or they're having sex, or they're cooking. This shit will hit you going in an elevator, inside of an elevator, getting off on your floor. It's not looking to hit you, or it's not waiting for you to receive it in a nice space when you're by yourself meditating or doing yoga or stretching or exercising or some shit. It doesn't, it's going to hit you wherever it hits you, whenever it hits you, however it hits you, whoever it hits you around. It's not boxed into something or a certain way of speaking to you. It's an occurrence. It's a happening, an arrival. It's not an appearance. It doesn't appear. There's no visual to it. You are the visual. You are the thing which appeared out of nowhere. You can see yourself or your reflection in the mirror. It has no reflection. You are the thing which reflects it and projects it into the projection. You reflect from it and you project of it. The personality delivers the presentation of the presently or the present one. It is something which is present. It has no image. It only has a presence. There's a difference between an image and the presence. Yes, you are an image which is present. But just you being the image which is present, still presence itself is different from image. So what we know as spirituality, it's an occurrence and a happening. It's an arrival. It's not an appearance. Why is it not an appearance? Because to appear, you have to have an image. 
to some degree of understanding what appearance is. It doesn't have an image. You are the image. It is not an image. It is only a presence. The personality, the person that you are, with the personality that you have, delivers the presentation of the presently, the present spiritual experience, the present one. So these are the differences. These are the, this is a differentiation from one thing to the next or from one thing to the other or how one thing may mesh from one thing that has nothing to do with it into something that may seemingly have something to do with it or may look like it is it but isn't, but isn't it really. No. These, this, this thing that hits you, the spirituality, this realization, it happens within a moment, not a time frame. Personality is time. Personality is a thing which creates itself within a specific duration of time, a specific length of time. Principality, spirituality just hits you. You don't know when it's going to hit you. It hits you randomly. If it was something which is moralistic and standard and looking to behave a certain way within you or looking for you to make it behave, it wouldn't hit you in the most oddest fucking moments of your life. But it's something that doesn't care. It can't care. It's not a caring thing. It just comes and you know, whether you embrace it or not, that's on you. But don't get caught in a behavioral because it's not a behavior. It's a thing. Anything you reflect on that? Yeah. Um, just basically kind of reiterating that point of, um, you know, well, I would say Basically, the last part of what you said, and in general, um, mm. with the the image thing, I definitely agree, and I think that, um, you know, that that's pretty much key. Like when reflecting on um, spirituality, I think it it can be packaged um, a certain way, as far as like representation. Um, I guess currently and in general, um, over time, people have presented um, spirituality in certain ways um, based on where they are in the world, um, their experience here, or just as far as like um, with technology and being able to access different things and explore Um, I think that, you know, spirituality has certain connotations and certain images, of course, and things um, correlated with it. But really, um, it's it's really an individual thing, kind of like what you mentioned, like um, it varies because what's spiritual to one person might not be spiritual to another person. 
you know, what what one person considers a spiritual practice would never be a spiritual practice to another person. They might, you know, that might be like a big no to somebody else, like um, something they never would even consider doing. Um, So I think that it's really just about reflecting on that. Um, mm-hmm. exactly. Where are you coming from type of thing? Your spiritual experience doesn't have to make sense to anybody else and vice versa because it's custom, it's tailor-made just for you and so on and so on with other individuals as well. It's, it's, it's made just for you. It's like It's like your shirt doesn't have to fit the next person next to you. <laughs> so anyway, their pants is not necessarily going to fit you. That's made for their body. Their hat size is not the same as your head size. You know what I'm saying? And it's just these little, small, minute, subtle things that make the universe of a difference between one individual and the next. <clears throat> You know, so it's not well. Your specializer makes sense to me. It's like, well, somebody might say, well, your specializer makes sense to me. Great. That's how it's supposed to be. I'm not looking for my shit to make sense to you or your shit to make sense to me. See, but if we bitter or we bicker with each other and get in conflict and debates and all sort of shit, that's when you give play to the personality. The personality displays its characters that it has. And then, according to a crowd or audience, it begins to behave a certain way. You see how the whole foolish or the foolery of the tricking down kind of converts into something which it actually wasn't to begin with. See, so okay. this is the whole subtle trickling down you know, from something which were the tadpoles of your experience tenting into a third-dimensional <clears throat> or third-density human fucking behavior, <laughs> which has nothing to do with the shit at all. You know, so we, get, we, 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 we forget that it was just tadpoles, and then we get lost in the top tenting of this... Uh, of the last fucking dimension it finds itself in, we now call that the primary dimension, which is actually like the second or third or fourth or fifth, you know, just uh, the surface of shit that was actually underneath it. You get lost in the surface. Yeah. You call yourself spiritual aware or conscious, and you find yourself being stuck in third density or surface. And that really shows just how spiritual conscious or awareness that you really are besides what you thought you were. And that's something that you have to face and accept. And you work your way inward from that point forward or from that point inward. You know, it's not something to judge yourself upon. It's not something to get mad at yourself about. It's just like, oh, shit, damn. I got to check myself. That's all. You know, rehash. You know, reboot. Reset. Rewind. Remind. Rewind and remind. <clears throat> um, okay. I guess the next doorway is um 
what we know, oh, I think it's probably the last, the second to last one, basically, or something like that. Um, well, we know a spirituality or awareness or consciousness to some degree, according to my experience. Um, it has many faces. or projects many faces. The human body only has one face. <laughs> um, it's, it's something which the one face can reflect from and project many faces from. But if you have a straight face and look into the mirror, you eventually just have one face. This one face can animate into the many faces. How can it animate into the many faces? By going through the multitude of experiences within itself. Um, but a fixed thing is not really the component of what we're holding, what we're touching upon. It's not about the component. The behavior is basically based upon the personality or the person or the image, or the animation. Even the animation is also considered, um, in a certain way as well, a spiritual experience because you're going to animate your image in many different ways according to the many different things that you're going through within yourself. But it's not to get fixed within the many animations or the many differ uh, differentiations of images that you go through or the many faces that you make, is actually just saying, I'm going to play in the many faces, I'm going to play in the many images, I'm going to play in the many animations, but I am not going to get lost within it. Because the things that even give validation, which is the foundation to the many images, animations, and um, images, animations, and faces, is according to the multitude of the multitudes of experiences I'm going through within myself silently and sacredly. See, so somebody that isn't aware or conscious like that may try to trap one of these many faces or one of these animations or one of these images into, oh, that's what spirituality is. And it's like, no, it's many things. It's many things and anything. Many things. So if it's many things and any things, then eventually it is no things. So once again, why you can't trap it into a behavior because it is the thing giving you the right to build the character or whatever you want on it. Saying build a personality on me. Um, build a behavior if you want on me. Build a, you know, uh, an image on me if you want. Put me in a clothing line. Put me in a spiritual soap or, you know, whatever the fuck you want to do with me. You know, this is a spiritual hat or spiritual yoga or spiritual eating or whatever. It's saying do what you want with me, but just understand that whatever you do with me, I am not that which you do it with. I am this. So, you know, we're... That's just what it is. So many people who can basically corner the market and profit on shit like that, 
put shit into things that say, oh, this is the spiritual soap, you know, or this is called the spiritual bath, or this is the spiritual shirts, these are the spiritual hats. This is called spiritual yoga. This is spiritual water. This is spiritual, you know, it's like, what the fuck, like, because they know that those individuals who are unaware of that shit that have basically labeled and named their personal experience as spirituality that aren't aware and aren't wise to human nature will be sucked in or vacuumed into these agendas and these propagandas of binding shits that have this name on it that they've actually put a name on themselves with. You see in certain things like that, personality, a person that has a character would behave a certain way. This is how something which doesn't have a behavior seemingly looks like it has a behavior and it is a behavior when in fact in actuality and realistically it isn't and never was to begin with. Any reflection on that? Um, one thing I just wanted to add, of course, you know, there are people who are not just trying to market something to a certain audience um, and genuinely, like, that's how they would classify it because it seems like the most fitting um, or recognizable way to um, to phrase it. So um, that, was, that was really it. I think that you know, just being aware that it's not just all um, like trickery <laughs> type of work, but I think you know, there's definitely those avenues where people, you know, maybe it's it's been called something like that for so long, or um, and that's just the way they identify it or people recognize it or you know maybe that's just the way that they feel most comfortable saying it you know yeah exactly so it's like that's that's the only way that people can like i was saying um the early doorways of this of this episode and i was saying that we kind of connect to what we call something and we call it that so that you can relate to it and see it as that um, because we call it that. And absolutely certain people aren't just trying to be um, negative in certain ways, if you want to say, or trying to do something or scheme or manipulate others. You have individuals who are actually decent and who are actually honest at what they do, and they say, you know what? And maybe they might not be able to even come up with another word for it. Maybe it's difficult for them to even try to put another label on it and say, okay, well, I know how this came to me, how this spoke to me. So I'm going to put the word, and other people call it that same word that I know it as. So I'm going to put that same word on this product, and this is what it, how it hit me, what it means to me. So hopefully others that have gone through this private experience within themselves will also relate to this product as well in this same way. Absolutely. You know, you have those that are decent individuals that are doing things according to how they see and only know it as. 
and hopefully other people who are on that same path or mission within themselves can relate with that and see it as that and connect to that as they connected to it to begin with for the, uh, in the creation of that thing to be put out there for others to, um, I guess, uh, relate with. You know, <clears throat> so all I'm saying is, of course, what this podcast is based upon is this, what we always talk about is define your reality as keen as possible. Um, you don't always have to use the word spiritual or spirituality or spirit. Define it sharper than that. You know, it's like telling the mind, like, tell your mind to stop being so damn lazy and sharpen that shit. Say that something else, what does spirituality mean? And when you come up with a definition of what spirituality means, put your product in one of these words of the definition under the word spirit. You don't necessarily have to use the word spirit or spirituality or spiritualism. What does that mean to you? Like we've learned through metaphysics in the class of metaphysics going to university, define your reality as much as possible without using the so-called popular trigger words or the so-called popular propagated and agenda words. It's like don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. Define it better than that. And you may find a more deeper crowd or a more deeper audience or more deeper supporters, and you may touch upon a more deeper aspect within yourself that you may have a connection to that is undefined but is eternal amongst you and them, them and you. But I do understand and I have sympathy and compassion being the human nature, that some people may not know any other words to put or any other spin to put on there to sell their product or what they're doing, but the only word that is so popular and is so known and is so quick to just get it. And I get it. And that's cool. That's fine. But the shit that I'm on, certain things is... I'm wondering, even me using this word spirituality and spirit and spiritualism, I have a whole nother language to put this shit in. I have a whole nother word to even describe what I'm saying. But to talk to a more wider audience according to what's been promoted and exposed on TV, billboards, posters, commercials, movies, I have to put it and box it into this word that starts with an S in order for those to relate with what we're touching upon to touch a more broader audience, a more wider audience. But if I start talking in a whole nother language and putting these things to a whole nother words, I know for a fact, you know, that others also will be added on to that um, count as well of a more broader audience and even a more and more broader audience. That, um, others that don't desire to put their experience into the more popular words into a more, you know, um, definition that has or experience that has more depth and deeper depth into it and actually played upon these words and can relate with 
what I'm projecting and speaking and sharing. You know, so but I get I get both ways. It's 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 cool no matter how you put it. You know, if that's the only way you can put it, if that's what you know, and that's the only way you can define it, like genuinely and honestly, then it's genuine. You know, but if you're doing it for a certain reason to pull in a certain kind of mass of individuals, then that's just deceiving. You know, and they may know within themselves. You know, they may never address or confront it within themselves, but they may know it. <laughs> no, it is what it is, you know. And um like I said, it's 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 cool, you know. It's um once again, like I said, this whole thing is uh, you know, spirituality is not a behavior, but it finds itself into a behavior at times, or it may seem like a behavior, according to others witnessing or going through a spiritual experience, and they may behave, project a certain way, but it's not there primarily, it didn't start there primarily. Primarily, it started from a place where it wasn't behaving, where it wasn't trying to behave or care to behave or concerned with behaving in a certain way amongst others or a certain type of atmosphere and environment. Now, the body, the body itself is like a TV screen. If you make a concept with the body head in mind, the body is a TV screen displaying different channels. The head is a TV antenna. The mind is a TV service or waves. So as the mind receives these waves, and it is a TV service, the head being the antenna receiving these waves and services, we give in to the body or the body extracting that, taking that and turning it, it as a TV screen displaying these many different things that the mind is getting from these TV service waves and displaying it into many different channels, which is what we know as personality or personalities or characters or behaviors. Just looking at an example of a TV. Once again, spirituality is not a behavior, as we can see. It's something which finds itself into something which it then primarily begins from. Reflection on that? That'd be in the last doorway right there for the night. Um, I didn't I didn't have anything to add to that one. <clears throat> Acknowledge and understood. Hmm. Got it, got it, got it. Double check. Okay. I don't think anyone um had a question or a comment up yet. Um there was no there were no like questions or anything. But, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, so that's all. So, um, I didn't have any more, any more things I wanted to say besides, um, I guess thank you to the listeners. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Salamat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> well, this is another fun and interesting episode. 
for the evening. And um, you know how the motto goes. Um, until next time. See you guys. And until then, I'll keep you envisioned. One. Zero. Yeah.